Welcome back, SFL Nation. Welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Stryker. Well, I hope that you are having a great day or night whenever you decide to listen to this podcast. I thank you for joining me. It is off-season around the SFL, but I do have a recap of our exciting championship game that took place. I know I'm probably a little bit late with that, but better late than never, right? A brand new champion was crowned, and we will definitely talk about that a little bit later. But tonight's podcast will include SFL chat around the water cooler, SFL story time featuring Mrs. Riley Combs. I have my quick recap of our championship game and two fourth and goal interviews featuring Mr. R.I. Boogie, Mike Importa, and Jacob Farmer Bovet. I will say, I am having a great time meeting all of the new rookies that have graced us with their presence. I'm glad you're here. Have any questions? Feel free to ask. Next up, we have SFL Storytime featuring Mrs. Riley Combs. Stay tuned. And welcome back to SFL Storytime. I really enjoy adding this segment when I have the time to do so, especially when I have written interviews on hand. And with that being said, tonight's featured guest is Miss Riley Combs, wife of Crash Combs, Seattle Tyrants owner, and she's an aspiring defensive end in the draft. She'll be starring in Memoirs of an SFL Agent. Ticket to Tokyo, part two. Enjoy. November 10th, 2019, 6 a.m. It was a rainy and cold morning as I left Cam's office on my way to the airport and on my way to my next adventure. I was advised by Cam to take my top three bodyguards with me just in case Gordon showed up again. I stepped back onto the sleek black SFL G6 and took my usual seat by the window. Kenyatta, my bodyguard, and Sherry and Carrie, my guard dogs, entered the jet and sat down beside me. So, Stryker, where are are we off to this time? Kenyatta asked with excitement. Actually, I never looked at the dossier before we left Kim's office, so I have no idea, I said. The jet ascended into the air as I read that we were on our way back to Tokyo, actually. I am supposed to meet with the beautiful and talented Miss Riley Combs, wife of Crash Combs. He mentioned that she was away on business when I met him the first time, so it's an honor to be invited back. According to the file, it should take 13 hours for us to get there from home office. As we traveled, I looked over to see Sherry, Carrie, and Kenyatta napping. 
I figured I should do the same. I slipped on my Beats by Dre headphones and relaxed. I knew that when I woke up, I'd be in a beautiful city of Tokyo, Japan again. We finally arrived at 7 a.m. Tokyo time. My BMW SUV was waiting for us at the airport when we arrived. We exited the jet and hopped into the vehicle and sped off to our destination. We arrived back at the crab at the Combs residence very quickly, it seemed. The cherry blossom gardens and serene lakes and countryside still looked amazing as we drove up to their property. Instead of going inside the house this time, we were invited by their servants to meet them in the Jade Garden. We followed the service woman to the garden where we found Miss Riley Combs sitting comfortably with her cup of sake in hand. She rose and greeted me with a smile and a hug and greeted Kenyatta with a firm handshake. A.J. Stryker, it's good to meet you. I've heard great things about you and the black silk kimono that you have is very beautiful. It is my honor to meet you, Miss Combs. And your purple satin kimono looks amazing on you as well. Your home is quite lovely and tranquil too. We all sat down on a comfortable mat that had a small black table in the center of it. Thank you. It's very important to me, she said, as she poured all of us sake to enjoy with our fresh fruit and green tea cake that was set on the table. Delicious. I felt a cool, gentle breeze flow through the trees and a sense of peace flow through me. I took a deep breath and released, and I instantly felt relaxed. Hey Riley, let's begin our interview. Sounds great to me, AJ. Who are you and what are your interests? I'm Riley Combs, and I live in West Virginia with my husband and two lovable rescue dogs. I'm intensely curious and interested in a lot of things, including meme cultures, dead malls, music video games, and mostly, most recently, football. Have you ever played sports? If so, what are your positions? I never played sports growing up. I was a choir nerd and spent most of my time on stage rather than the field. As an adult, I dabbled in obstacle course races and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And I love to play flag football if the opportunity ever arises. How did you find out about the SFL? I'm married to Seattle Tyrants owner Crash Combs. I've been hearing him talk about the SFL for years and finally decided to check it out for myself. I'm so glad that I did. What was the first game that you watched and describe the feeling you received while watching it? The first game I watched was Tyrant's final game of the regular season versus the Atlanta Swarm. I've been friends with the Swarm quarterbacks, Marcus Dunhill, for a while, in addition to several Tyrant's players, and found myself struggling with who to root for. I was blown away by how exciting the game was 
and love the experience of chatting with the other league members. What positions are you trying to fill? And why did you select those particular positions? I'm hoping to join a D-line and make and become a sack master. I've only recently started getting into football and knowing that I hope to join the SFL paid a lot of attention to different positions as I watched SFL and NFL games alike. Defense and especially pass rush just click with me instantly. There's nothing more thrilling to me in a football game than a sack. So I'm itching to get on the field and stuff some QBs. Do you plan to get involved with the SFL in more than one capacity, such as broadcasting or doing stats? While I don't have an immediate plan to get involved with broadcasting or stats, I'm hoping I can eventually leverage some of my skills as a businesswoman for the betterment of my team and the league as a whole. What are your expectations from the team that drafts you? I'm hoping to become a part of a team that is active, engaged, and likes to have fun. I'm here to have a good time and support whatever team selects me in any way I can. So what values will you bring to your team? I'll be a reliable, active member of any team that I'm with. I'm also super open to learning from everyone here and sharing what I learn with others. Kindness and professionalism are important to me, but I also like to laugh. I try to strike a balance with all those characteristics. How do you handle trash talk and adversity? Humor is the ultimate defense against trash talk. I'm not afraid to return a little friendly trash talk as both parties are coming from the same place. I don't take myself too seriously and I don't expect anyone else to take me too, see too seriously either. I also like to think I have the maturity to handle things with discretion and kindness when the occasion calls for it. So why should a team select you? Simply put, I'm here to make an impact and fully support where I can. Teams can count on me to be consistent, involved, and eager to do whatever's necessary to facilitate the need of the team. Where are you ranked on the rookie big board and how many check-ins do you have? I joined the rookie big board in week seven and I currently have six check-ins with no misses. Though I learned although I join later than some rookies. I hope to make up for that with my earnest desire to support whatever team that selects me. What is the most important aspect of being on a team? I believe the most important aspect of being on the team is to be flexible in service of the team's greater good. I don't feel that I have to be the star of the show. I just wanna help my team the best I can and I intend to bring that throughout my throughout the SFL. Any shout outs? I would miss so many people if I tried to do a shout out. So I just want to say a huge and hearty thank you to everyone in the SFL for making me feel so welcomed. I've had a lot of great experiences 
with everyone and that's from the league staff to the league's front office to players and even my fellow rookies. I feel so lucky to be a part of this community and look forward to seeing SFL, the SFL advance and grow. Thank you for this opportunity, Ash. No problem, Riley. It's a pleasure to meet you and Cam will definitely be back in touch with you sooner than you think. We said our goodbyes and parted ways. But when we got back to the car, we found that all four tires had been slashed again. And red writing on the windshield that said, I will get you, Striker. I said to myself out loud, not if I get you first, Gordon. I swear I hate him. Next up, we have SFL chat around the water cooler. Stay tuned. And welcome back to SFL Chat Around the Water Cooler. Now, this will feature player and staff openings and rookie draft. Now, the Seattle Tyrants are looking for a cornerback in the upcoming draft. Their current cornerback will be moving to the front office full time, so they're looking for a positive and active player to fill that position, as well as an active kicker. If you are interested in the position, please contact Trash Car, Mickey Martino, or Crash Combs. Free agents and rookies, the time of turning the page is now. The Carolina Skyhawks are currently in the market for free safety, cornerback, linebacker, wide receivers, and tight end. If you're interested, contact Christopher Colon or Harris Prasad. London is calling. And if you have what it takes to be a member of the London Knight, please don't hesitate to contact Mr. Angus Tilt McLean about the positions that they have available. The Denver Nightwings season 13 champions are looking for a free agent or rookie to fill their um to fill some current positions that they have. If you have any questions about those, please contact Kramer Jackman or Jeremy Vega. The Vancouver Legion is looking for talented and motivated and dedicated rookies and free agents who have an interest in joining the Eternal Frost. If you want further information, please contact Charles Sudo Nakai for more details. The Charleston Predators are seeking a rookie to play uh, defensive tackle and defensive end. Contact Johnny Bravo for details. Queen City Corsairs are looking for scoundrels as well. They're looking for outside linebackers, tight ends, defensive tackles, linebackers, cornerbacks, free safety, and kickers. DMQCC owner or Stephen Hacker for details. 
Rookies and free agents, Mexico City is looking for talent for season 14. If you're interested in joining the Mexico City Aztecs, contact Ramos Lynn for details. And finally, the Arizona Scorpions are looking for a defensive end, slot wide receiver, and defensive tackle to help make the team great. If you are interested in joining, please contact myself, Ashley Jackson, or Tanner Hendricks for details. Now, on December 14, 2019, the Simulation Football League will have their Season 14 Rookie Draft, and it's going to be amazing. It will take place in a different locale this season in Connecticut. This will be especially awesome because there will be three rounds in the draft this season, and the first round of the draft will be televised on 11 Sports Network. And there's still time to join, you know. So if you are interested, please visit www.simulationfl.net. Join our Discord, and once you're there, let us know who you are on our introduction page, and you'll be welcome into this close-knit community. I'll tell you, though, the Rookie Draft is one of the best experiences that I've had in my life. Leading up to your name being called, there is so much tension and anxiety that you can cut it with a knife. And then once you hear your name called by the commissioner and you hear him say, and with the blank pick of the draft, that team selects you. (laughs) There is a feeling of excitement and happiness and relief that flows through you. And you will not get no sleep. As you can hear, (laughs) I wish I could have recorded my moment, but I challenge you rookies to record yours and share it with us. Next up, we have fourth and goal interview part one featuring rookie prospect Mike and Portha. Stay tuned. And we are back with my fourth and goal interview. Tonight's guest is Mr. Mike Importa. How you doing, sir? AJ Stryker, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing fantastic. I love your energy, man. (laughs) I'm ready to roll. I'm excited to be a part of this league. I'm excited to talk to you. Oh, man. I'm so glad to have you. I'm glad to have you on. And we have been trying to link up for for a while, but I'm so glad that our paths finally crossed. Yeah, absolutely. You're a busy lady. I know you got a lot of people on the top of your priority list. I'm just happy to get on it. (laughs) Touche, touche. But, you know, I try to make time for everybody, honestly. You know, if um, as long as our schedules can meet up, you know, I don't mind talking to anybody because I want eventually everybody's voice to be recorded that's in the league. So I got a lot of talking to do. <laughs> but um, let's go ahead and get started. So who are you and what are some of your interests, Mike? Well, I'm, I'm Mike in Proda. Uh, I live in Rhode Island, the Ocean State, Rhode Island Shining, which is um, just down the road from where my favorite player, Tom Brady, plays. That's oh, God. Tom Brady, you know, I love the patch. You know, the Ocean State, Massachusetts. I know how many people in the chat love the New England Patriots, by the way. Jesus. See, now this this getting ready to go south real fast. <laughs> <laughs> keep it interesting. We got to keep it real. Clearly. Well, we're going to talk about that a little later. 
so what are some interesting facts about Mike that everybody should know? Uh, interesting fact about me that someone should know, well, uh, back in the 90s, maybe I'm showing, showing my age a little bit, but uh, I was probably Hollywood before BDG was Hollywood. I was, oh. I was Mike, I was Mikey Hollywood. I lived out in L.A., I worked in television, I, uh, I worked on a television show called Boy Meets World. Really? What did you, I love Boy Meets World. Yeah, with Corey and Topanga and Mr. Feedy, all of them. Nice. What, what did you actually do? Were you on set or like were you behind the scenes or what were you doing? Well, yeah, I got a face for radio, so, Aww. you know, they kept me behind the scenes. I worked more, I worked more in production and uh, at the time I had just gotten out of school. So, you know, it was just a learning experience where, you know, I was learning the business. A lot of it was, you know, going and getting videotapes and running scripts and doing things like that. But I got to meet a lot of cool people, a lot of the guest stars that were on the show. I got to go pick them up at the airport. I got to meet a lot of people. And, you know, I got to go to, like, the Lakers games. I got to go to the Rose Bowl. So it was a fun time. Sounds like it. Man, that sounds amazing. And, you know, you're going to have to come back and tell me some of those stories, too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So have you ever played sports yourself? Um, And if so, what were your positions in those said sports? You know, it's really funny. I'm in the SFL right now, getting ready to play some football, but that's the one sport that I never played growing up. I played, you know, baseball, soccer, hockey, basketball. Soccer was my best sport. I played D1. I went to college in New York, and I played there. But, um, you know, right now, I, I love the hell out of football. It's just, uh, you know, I was never big enough, and... Uh, Mm-hmm. I figure you. I'm I'm too cute to get hurt, AJ. I don't want anybody <laughs> to break my bones. Shoot, I can understand that. Why you think I'm not out there playing for real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand though. You know, I admire the sport, but like I, I wouldn't even want my son going out there and playing. It's just something about it. Uh, that's the great thing about the SFL. You know, after after a game or two, you still wake up the next day. You don't feel any pain. <laughs> Even if your player does go down on the field, you still don't feel it, you know. That's right. We're back. For, we're back the next week, ready to go. That's right. Sometimes in the same game. But um, how did you find out about the the SFL anyway? You know, that's a funny story too. One night I was uh, at home. Actually, a few nights I was at home, just laying in bed. I couldn't sleep, and I'm just flipping through the channels. There really wasn't anything on, and uh, I have Verizon. So I was going through the channels and everything, and I kept seeing this this simulation football league, simulation football league, and I never really, you know, looked into it. And then one night I kept seeing it and seeing it. I said, you know what, let me check this out. And I'm so happy I did. You know, I turned it on and I started listening, and I, I'm, I was addicted to it since, since day one. You know, and then when I got involved in the league, I'll tell you a funny story. Mm-hmm. I got involved when, when I signed up. I got involved in the league, and then I went on Twitch, and I think Amy Hamilton and Eddie Gage were calling a game with the Atlanta Swarm. And uh, I'm going to bring up BBT Hollywood again. He had that run, and Andy Hamilton started going crazy. This is the best move I've ever seen, and he just got me so fired up. I said, I got to do this. This is for me. And that's kind of how I got involved. That's the background of it. Nice. You know, the fir- the thing was, I was going to ask you, what was the first game that you actually watched and describe the feeling that you had? But you, you know, 
you segued into that beautifully. So it was it was it was crazy too because he started mentioning names mm-hmm. he hadn't seen in the chat before, and he he gave me a shout out. My <laughs> wife heard it. I think she almost fell off the couch. <laughs> It's like, oh my God, they're actually calling your name? Yeah. <laughs> I never expected that, but it was fun. Yeah. Definitely. Hooked. I'm hooked. I'm all in. See, and that's all it takes. <laughs> so what positions are you trying to fill, and why did you select those particular positions? Yeah, I think right now, you know, that's a good question. I've been I've been thinking about it for a long, long time, and I've been going back and forth. I had listed a few positions. Everybody says, you know, be open and be flexible, but you know what? I really have my heart on wanting to play in the backfield. I want to carry the ball. I want to be a halfback. That's the position that I've always loved watching as a kid. I, I, I loved watching Earl Campbell, the Tyler Rose, and I loved Tony Dorsett. Those were my two guys when I was a kid. And Can you imagine, AJ, combine those two into one of me? I'm ready to roll, baby. I can get down with that. Unstoppable. <laughs> that's right that's where I want to be so yeah. so that's really where I have my heart set you know maybe down the road mm-hmm. get involved for a little while you know maybe switch it up and play some DB or, or, or safety at some point but right now I think you know running back that's really where I, where I want to be yeah yeah that's a it's a very interesting position because of course you can catch your receptions but you know, you have to be strong enough to power through those defenders. And, you know, I've watched um, not only BDG, T-Roy Gaines. I've watched um, Zach Sandman Sandlin and Jared McChesney just plow through people like they weren't there, you know. And, <laughs> you know, if you're powerful enough, you can definitely get your name out there with that position. So, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that for sure. And so do you plan to get involved with the SFL in any other capacity, like broadcasting or doing stats or perhaps writing for the beat team or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think, um, you know, getting involved is key. That's how the league grows. That's mm-hmm. how you contribute to the continued success of the of the whole establishment, right? It's, it's, it's following in the footsteps of the people that have already laid the foundation and then trying to build upon that. So, yeah, you know, if I can get involved with broadcasting, possibly contributing to the beat team, you know, I'm all open to that. I'm here to learn. I want to be involved. I want to see the league grow. And, um, you know, whatever I can do to help out and contribute, I'm, I'm for it. Fantastic. So what are your expectations from the team that drafts you? You know, expectations, I really don't know what to expect. This is my first time coming around, you know. So, it's, it, you know, you have to be open-minded. You have to learn. Um, you know, you have to create that bond. You know, it's like a family, right? You step into a family, you're welcome into a into a home. So you got to understand who the people are. You know, the people who who want to help you out, and the people who are there to support you. So, you know, I just want to have a fun time. Uh, you know, I'm an intense person, but I love everybody. So, you know, when we're on the field and, and the game is is happening, you know, I'm ready to go to war. But uh, you know, off the field, you know, we just gotta love life. We gotta create some good times, you gotta create that bond and you know, we just gotta appreciate all the opportunity ahead. So, you know, that's that's what I wanna bring into the locker room when I step through the doors and hopefully I can get the same thing back. Awesome. And I was gonna ask you too, what values will you bring to someone's locker room? Like 
Honestly, why should someone, why should a team select you? You want to if you want if you want to win ball games and you want to have fun doing it, I'm the right guy for the right role. That's what it's all about, right? You know, we gotta we gotta we gotta work together. It's it's a team, you know. So if we're working together, we're having fun, and we get an enjoyment out of being involved in the league, then everything else will fall into place, you know. To me, to me, this is this is fun stuff. This is why I'm involved with it. You know, to meet some new people, to build some good relationships, and just to really enjoy the free time that we have to be able to have fun doing it. Fantastic. And so, tell me, um, how do you handle trash talk and adversity? Because there will be a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You know, that brings out the passion in people. I, I love the trash talking. You know, that's that's the fun part of what's going on here. You know, you you try to get it inside somebody's head, but for me, you know, it, you know, you, got, you you can't sing it. You got to bring it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like that. You know, you gotta make you gotta make it happen. So so I enjoy it. You know, it makes it makes me smile. I don't take things too seriously. Especially when uh, you know you try and get involved with a, with a hobby and do something fun like this that that you really enjoy. So I welcome the trash talk. I, I welcome the adversity. You know, everybody gets stronger. You know, going through those difficult moments if that's what you want to call them. But uh, no, I'm just I'm just looking to have a good time. I'm, I'm I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to be a part of this league and just soak it all in. Okay, so. Do you know where your ranking is on the the rookie big board, and or how many check ins that you've done, and how many weeks bank you have? I don't, you know, I, I really don't know what my what my ranking is on okay. rookie big board. I know that um, you know I've been able to check in for for five weeks. Okay, I joined the league, so I'm five for five. I haven't missed any weeks. Okay, but right right now that's that's kind of where I stand. I'm not really sure where that puts me, to be honest, but. Um, you know, since I got involved with the league, I've checked in every time I was supposed to. And that's important because that signifies your progressions, like how you're going to be when we ask you to do your progressions every week. Because that's really important. That can make or break your team. If you have one person, or especially if it's more than one, but if you have even one person, especially in a position that you want to be in that just misses their progression, that means the whole team is set back. You know, so that's important. And that's good that you are, you know, five for five. So that's keep it. Hundred percent. That's right. I'm on board. I'm on board with everything. You know, <laughs> if that's all I gotta do is for right now just check in, that's the easy part. Exactly. Exactly. So what is the most important aspect of being on a team to you? Creating that, just creating that bond. You know, developing the relationships, you know, building that, that, that strong, cohesive unit, you know, everybody's trying to reach the same goal together, you know, just like, just like Bill Belichick and Tom Brady say, you know, you, you, you got to do your job. If you do your job, everybody else will kind of fall into line. Everybody will come together. Everybody will, you know, follow that, that, that whole, that whole idea of, oh, this is what we need to do to, to get it done. You know, so whether it's checking in, whether it's being in the locker room, contributing positively, helping someone when the trips are down and really having them, you know, kind of see the on the other side, it's it's brighter, you know, and just, uh, you know, letting everybody know that you're there, you got their back and, you know, we're going to get through this and, you know, we're going to we're going to succeed. That's that's really what's important. Yeah. And you're right. You know, 
despite the fact that you had to mention Tom Brady and Belichick's name in the same sentence. Yeah, the best that ever did it, the uh, best that ever was no, AJ Stryker. No, absolutely not. And you, let me tell you why. You know, <laughs> you guys have a cupcake season every year. You have the easiest teams in the league to play every year. How can you say that you're the best when you can't even play somebody that's worthy? And, and, last game didn't work out too good for your boy Brady. Yeah. No, no. That, 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 that's good, you know. That, that's a little taste of reality. These guys, <laughs> you know, if they keep going through the season, the pressure starts to build and build and build. They're undefeated, you know, and then eventually when they get to the Super Bowl, you know, it's theirs to lose. But right now, you know what? They had a little setback, but you got to always turn it into a positive, right? Mm. Be successful, sometimes it always requires a little dose of failure. That's how you learn. That's how you get stronger. Uh, yeah, well, they do a little dose of... With a vengeance, you poke the bear, you better be careful. <laughs> they do more than just a little dose of that. They do a little dose of spying. They do a little dose of letting air out of balls, you know, that kind of stuff. Too, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do to win the game, right? Well, I'm glad you didn't deny it. I'm glad you did Hey, it's not cheating unless you get caught. <laughs> Y'all will. Trust me. You will at some point. <laughs> but, but listen, it was fun. This was a great talk. And um, as I tell everybody, you are definitely invited to come back on the show whenever you like to. And at the end of each show, I like to give my guests the last word. And that could be a shout out. That could be, you know... <clears throat> Anything that you want to say at the moment, the floor is now yours. The floor is mine. I don't even have my dancing shoes on. Let's see. The floor is mine, and I got the last word. Mm-hmm. AJ Stryker. Let's see. Uh, well, roses are red, violets are blue. SFL, I'm coming for you. Right? Rhode Island styling and profiling, AJ Striker. We got to keep everybody smiling at the end of the day, baby. That's right. Absolutely. 14, can you dig it? (laughs) I love it. And you know, you're the first person to actually do a poem. I had Mr. Mark Mello actually sing to me. And you're the first person that actually did a poem. So congratulations, sir. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Mike, I wish you... Fantastic, um, a fantastic season. Good luck in the draft. Make sure that you keep your phone on and handy because the team that drafts you will hopefully give you a call that night, record it, and then, you know, we'll be able to put it on our podcast so people can actually hear. And we'll put it on Twitter and everything else so people can actually hear your reactions and stuff like that. So keep your phone on. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, AJ. I appreciate you, girl. You are very, very, very welcome, sir. And until next time, I'll see you. Peace. And welcome back to my SFL quick recap of our championship game. Now, of course, we know that the championship game, you know, was quite a couple weeks ago. And I'm a little behind in that. So I just wanted to kind of complete the podcast and even doing this recap. But if you did miss it, 
the SFL Championship starred the Denver Nightwings versus the Seattle Tyrants, and Denver won 35-24. Denver's passing was 286, their rushing was 202, totaling up 487 yards. For Seattle, their passing was 147 yards, their rushing was 190, and the total yardage was 337. Time of possession, Denver had the ball for 23 minutes and 47 seconds. They had three turnovers, actually. Seattle had the ball for 19 minutes and 20 seconds with one turnover. Player of the game was Jared McChesney with 22 attempts, 191 yards, and two touchdowns and 58 reception yards. Now, that was a fantastic game to watch. You know, first of all, it was brand new teams that were in this championship. So it was, well, Denver was actually a part of it last year. So, but we knew that it was going to be a new championship totally that would be crowned. Great game to watch. Um, I did notice that Denver seemed to be more balanced, especially with the stats being um, passing and rushing pretty much 200, you know, versus Seattle, which was, you know, they were balanced, but Denver seemed to be a little bit more stronger. They had the ball longer, and even though they did have three turnovers to Seattle's one, they were still able to eke out that win, you know. Awesome, and I do have some more stats for some of the other players that played in the game. For receiving, Giacomo Jones had 100 yards and one touchdown. Logan Keel had 97 yards and one touchdown. Rushing, Jared McChesney had 191 yards and two touchdowns, as I spoke of before. And Zach the Sandman Sandland had 190 yards with two touchdowns. See, that's so crazy. That's so close. Just one yard difference. Two touchdowns each. Wow. (laughs) Tackling. So Mike Sawchuck had 10 tackles and Nicholas Warner had seven tackles. B. Bandito and M. Miller for Denver each had 1.5 sacks. Well, one and a half sacks, I should say. And passing, Josh Miller had 285 yards and two touchdowns. And Jaquez Luyendola had 147 yards and one touchdown. Nick Castle for Seattle had 100 yards and kick returns. And B. Battle had 115 yards for Denver. As I said before, it was a great game to watch. And you just didn't know what to expect. You didn't know if... Seattle was going to do another Hail Mary downfield with two seconds left to Mason Kirby, or you didn't know if uh, Jared McChesney was just going to bowl over nine players, you know, just to get that last winning touchdown. But it was awesome to watch. And I'm so glad, you know, that a new championship was crowned. But best believe Arizona's going to be there next year. Next up, we have part two of my fourth and goal interview with Mr. Jacob the Farmer Bovet. Stay tuned. And welcome back to my fourth in goal interview, part two. I actually have a fantastic guest on the show with me tonight, Mr. Jacob Farmer Bovet. How you doing tonight, sir? 
I, I'm not doing too bad. How about yourself? I am doing fantastic. Trying to get all of you rookies, you know, all of your voices out there. Let you be heard. There are a lot of us. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it sure is. Right so, now, because there is a boatload of us. Yes, it is. So you can imagine what my days are like now. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, it's all in fun. So, first question for you is who are you and what are what are some of your interests? Um, well, I am all, all my friends call call me farmer. Um, sometimes I don't even really know my first name. So, uh <laughs> everyone can can uh call me farmer. Um, I am a small business owner here in uh Washington state. Okay. Um, I am a avid 49er fan um, and uh, watch football all the time. Um, saw the SFL um, on a TV at our local bar and we're like, wait a minute, I'm a little drunk, but that does not look like real football. So it, it was just fun, though. It was um, um, crazy things that I'm like, well, now I got to learn more about it. But um, it, it's been. For for me, I, I like anything outdoors and anything coaching wise. Okay. Um, I I coach wrestling. I coach baseball, um, and and that type of stuff. Nice. So, have you played any sports yourself? Oh, definitely. Um, I played football as a little mite um, all the way through high school. Um, I took a different avenue for um, for for college. I got a full full scholarship for wrestling. Mm. Um. So, yeah, I've uh, played, played sports my uh, entire life. Very nice. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you said it's good to be active, you know. Then you're doing a bit of the coaching thing, too. So that's awesome. So I was going to ask you about that first game that you watched at the bar. Do you remember who it was and, like, the feeling that you got? Even the people that were around you, like, what was, what, what was their reactions to it? Oh, um, I was with uh, another rookie. Mm-hmm who's in this draft class, uh, Chuck, the uh, meat hook. Um, and uh, I believe it was Seattle oh, against Alaska, if I'm not wow. mistaken. Oh. <laughs> and I was uh, pretty well five sheets to the wind. Um, so we just, were, we, we, we saw it in one of the TVs. Our table was a little bit further away, uh, my, my buddy and I, and we went up there and, we're like, what is, this isn't real. Okay, I'm drunk, but I'm not that drunk, like, like I was saying. So we just moved tables, and, and uh, people were, were singing the uh, karaoke's, and, and uh, my buddy and I were watching football. It, it was great. Awesome. I love it. So what positions are you trying to fill um, for the SFL, and why do you want those particular positions? Well, I, I'm kind of one of those team players being a coach. Uh, and that type of thing. Um, I want to be wherever I'm needed. Okay. Um, I, 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 I'm open. I'll, I'll even be a water boy if need be. <laughs> Whatever the team needs, I will be there for. Um, I, I, I am also, also interested in becoming a coach, offense and or defense. Okay. So, yeah. Awesome. And the, the the best thing that you're doing right now is letting people know, even the team that drafts you, you know, just let it be known. And anybody that talks to you, any owners or 
um, coaches that come to you, just let them know that you want to do coaching too, and then they'll kind of guide you in the right direction for that, you know, telling you what you need to know, what you need to look out for during the season. And the best thing that you can do also is scout too, because that'll give you, you know, a little bit of um I, I I've already bought the game. Yes, yes, fantastic. I, I've already <laughs> uh, editor. Um so yeah, so I'm I, I, I'm a little probably a little bit ahead of the curve. Honey, you need to be. Especially if you wanna be successful, you have to. So that is awesome. That's great. Um, tell me, why should a team select Jacob? Well, because for the past month, I've 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 been nothing but SFL. Um, I've put uh, all of the playoff games in the bars that I frequent. Mm. Um, so I can say a, a fan base, uh, you know, here in, in Washington State, um, you know, it'd be huge. Also, I, I do own a online radio station. Um, really? You know, the uh, online. Uh, I'm, I'm fairly well known. And uh, connected on on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, that could also help boost the popularity um, of not only the team that I'm on, but also the SFL in general. Awesome! Shoot, I'm wondering if I should even my own horn. So you know what I mean? You know, it's it's one of them things. I'm wondering if I should even let this particular um, segment of my podcast come out. You know, I I don't know. I might want to keep you for myself, but then (laughs) that. But I could actually say that about a few of you. You guys, this rookie class is going to be, I think, one of the best. One of the biggest, definitely. But as far as just, you know, having that interest and having other abilities that can help, you know, propel not only the team that drafts you, but, you know, the SFL in its entirety, that is awesome, you know. Whoever gets you is going to be very lucky. I I agree. (laughs) So tell me, um, what... What are you looking for? Like, what are your expectations of the team that drafts you? Um, to be competitive uh, in this league and also help me um, in a year, two years, or, or, or three years, kind of long vision mm-hmm. of uh, possibly owning my own SFL team. Fantastic. And with your right attitude, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will someday. Well, you know, it just kind of kind of depends on on where the uh, chips lie, and and uh, if there's teams that are uh, uh, franchising or you know uh, uh, becoming new and, and that type of thing. I, I think I, I read somewhere that the uh, league wants to become like 32 teams. So and now there's you know so many. So I, I have time. <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> and so, how do you handle trash talk and adversity? Because you will run into that a lot. Well, um, I'm in a couple Facebook groups that are nothing but video trash talking. <laughs> um, I, there's a, a, a group on, on YouTube that's called the uh, Trash Talk Circle that I'm kind of a part of also. So uh, oh. I can definitely ha- handle my own and hold uh, my own also. I love it. So, yeah, you be ready because it's going to be a lot of people that's going to try it. That's going to test your hand, so. You know, and I may throw something completely different at them that that they may not see. You know, they're they're, they're used to uh, what I call keyboard warriors. Okay. I may just drop a video on them and say, hey, this is how it's going to be, and if you don't like it, well, drop a video back. Ooh, I like that. See, that's what you do. You keep it interesting. Yes. 
Um, so tell me, where are you ranked in your check-ins? Um, I am, I believe, a level eight. Okay. And 163 the last time I checked. Awesome. So how many, what, what week did you actually join? Do you remember? Ooh, um, we, my, my buddy and I joined the, the, the same, same day, Chuck, uh, Chuck Hook. Um, and that was... It's during the playoffs, right? A, a week before the playoffs. <laughs> okay. This is my fourth check-in. Okay. So basically you're like four for four then. I am, yes. Cool. Awesome. You know, just don't be discouraged, you know, just because we look for patterns. So you're four for four. That means you're going to be progress. You're going to be progressing every week. That's why we do that. We want to see who's going to be on time with their progressions, who's going to be there, like they say they are, in chat, you know, in the locker rooms. And this is a great way for us to test that. So keep it up, man. I, I have high hopes for you. You're going to be well. You're going to do well. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And so this actually ends the interview. And what I like to do with my guests at the end is to allow you to have the last word. So... That could either be a song or do some poetry. Actually, I did have someone sing rather recently, and I had somebody do some poetry rather recently. Um, so <laughs> you don't have to do that. But if you want to give any shout-outs or just say any special words, now is the time. Usually on, on my radio show, I sing happy birthday to people. <laughs> okay. Do that today because it's, I don't know, it's, it, it's my goofy side. But I just want to say thank you for uh, taking the uh, time out of your busy day to uh, sit down with me and, and chop it up and, and get to know this, this uh, rookie class because I can say um, in the rookies that, that I've talked to and started to build bonds with and, and that type of thing, this is going to be a very uh, tight-knit group of rookies. It doesn't matter uh, where they go, if they go to Seattle if they go to Denver, if they go to um, St. Louis, if they go to uh, Jacksonville, we will all still have this very connected bond. And, uh, and, and the uh, seasoned veterans out there just uh, need to uh, take note of, the, uh, uh, of this uh, rookie class. And we definitely are. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure. And you're definitely definitely invited back to the show whenever you want to. I typically do like a rookie draft lounge special to where any rookie that wants to come on and chill with other rookies, like about maybe six or seven of us, we all just sit, talk about the anticipations for season 14. And um, I, I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm chomping at, at, at the bit right now because <laughs> the uh, draft is, is the 14th. Yes. The 21st. So it's going to be a, a, a very good birthday for it surely will. It surely will. But all right, I'm looking forward to seeing you on the field, and you will be back on my show very soon. All right. Have a terrific evening. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. And I want to thank you all so much for taking the time out to listen to this podcast tonight. It means a lot to me that you did. Special thanks goes out to Mrs. Riley Combs, Mr. Mike Importa, and Mr. Jake Bovet 
for helping me out tonight. I really do appreciate it. Of course, rookies, if you guys are interested in being on the show, please let me know. I'll be more than happy to have you on. I've already got a list of people, but be more than happy to join that list. Glad to talk to you. And with that, y'all have a fantastic day or night whenever you decided to listen to this podcast. Again, I'm always excited to bring it to you. And I'm looking forward to bringing you another one next week. Until then, y'all have a good night. Striker out. Oh, oh, oh.